0: Welcome back to the Friday Night Dinner podcast. I'm your host Curtis. With me, as always, is Dr. Stephanie Sarkis, PhD. You can find over at stephaniesarkis.com. How are you today, Steph?
1: Great. How are you?
0: Doing great. How's the weather your way?
1: It is 81 degrees. It's nice and cool.
0: Nice. Yeah. It's it's pretty cool for me. Probably much colder for you, but for me, it's not too bad. It's uh, currently 14 degrees Celsius, which is around 55. Fair yeah, right? wearing a
1: puffy jacket.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm wearing shorts, which is just right. baffles the mind for most people. But all relative. Yeah, yeah. Mind you, when it gets like up to like 35, 40 degrees Celsius, which would be like, yeah, probably around 75, 80 degrees. That's when I'm like, Ugh, this is too hot.
1: Right, and then when I'm I'm where you live, the time you like, it's so much less humid. This is great.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um, but. Uh, yeah, we're uh here to talk Gilmore Girls. In particular, we're talking season six, episode 17, which is called I'm Okay, You're Okay. Uh, which is the is, title
1: of a self help book.
0: Is it? So it's a bit of a reference yeah. there.
1: I'm Okay, You're Okay. Yeah. I didn't know that was the title of the episode. I just have 617 on my screen. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, that's transactional analysis.
0: Okay um but yeah uh big episode because we get uh rory forgiving logan almost immediately after moving out from his house which i thought was like a little kind of weird that they were like resolving that too quickly i kind of thought that would be Mm -hmm. something that would be would have maybe would have lasted a few more episodes but no they're right nope they're good right um yeah uh but like at least what i did like is that rory at least was like i need some time for myself like as much as she's like okay with logan and they she forgives him she was still like i need some time for myself which i thought was good i was actually she a little did do sick. a
1: passive aggressive thing by just leaving and not telling where she was going
0: yes i thought it was just interesting Most that like I resent. yeah mm-hmm. like she actually just was like yeah i'm just gonna go take some time for myself like okay mm-hmm. um
1: is a good idea just to tell them yes um because he's trying to reach her but yeah i mean if she's got unresolved stuff she probably needs to work through that
0: mm. um yeah uh but yeah rory goes and visits Lorelai, who's very upset and uh rory can tell and we find out that uh yeah luke is going on a trip with uh well like a field trip with april um yeah Lorelai, you can tell is not a particular fan of this trip she doesn't like They're going on it, but they are. Um, And, uh, yeah.
1: Anna sends a bag
0: to him. Which, I think it's... I was trying to figure that out, but I think the main reason why it's so upsetting for Lorelai is she offered to get a bag for Luke, and he declined, saying that the one he had was fine, and then she ended up sending him one anyways, and he took that. Right. Which you know what i kind of think i could right on that one but
1: yeah i mean i can't explain it but i would probably feel the same way yeah
0: like i think it's just like why not take the bag from me why take the bag from this right woman that you're not right. even with anymore and
1: he said you know do you want me to send it back
0: yeah but but then i can see lorelei going well then i look
1: like a real jerk if i tell him to send it back yeah so
0: but uh yeah um Yeah, we also get uh, a little bit of, um, yeah, Lorelai kind of being a little manipulative. Or at least, like, well, Rory wants to go pay a visit to April's mom at a store, but Lorelai's like, no, don't do that. And then Rory does it anyways, which kind of pisses off Lorelai.
1: So how did you feel about Rory going to the store?
0: Uh, I'm like she clearly put up boundaries saying don't go, and she went anyways. Right. So I was right. like, yeah, Rory, you shouldn't have gone. What did you think? Right,
1: because I mean, it, yeah, I mean, Rory can do what she wants, but Laura like clearly said, this is gonna upset me if you go. Yeah. Don't go.
0: hmm
1: So not only did she go, she tells her about it. So if she really wanted to go, wouldn't she just go and like not share it?
0: You would think, right?
1: Right. Or just use that time to do something
0: constructive. Mm -hmm. Uh and then also too, Zach was asking Mrs. Kim to marry Lane. Bless me. Uh what did you think of that whole series of scenes?
1: I like that change that Mrs. Kim's had from being like authoritarian to she's into the music. And you can and you also find out like she knows she knows music. That's me. Um, and, and, you know, that kind of fits, actually, with her character because she was involved in the church doing music, right? So um, I, the whole thing in having him write a song, I thought I thought that was a little odd. Um, yeah. That, you know, well, you have... And I thought it was cute, though, that he showed up with references from his boss. Like, he knows that he needs to impress her. Like, he knows that. And so he, he was prepared. He did his homework.
0: I think... Or as like, they
1: say he understood the assignment
0: yeah I think too like ultimately whatever you can say, you'll you say about Mrs. Kim like she does really care about Lane and she wants the best for Lane and I think that she recognizes that for better for worse like at least for right now <laughs> jury's out on this but Zach is the, the best thing for Lane and like obviously you know instead of fighting it she might as well try to make zach into the best version that he can be so that he can be better for Elaine and you mm-hmm. know have a good re- they can have a good life going forward so um whether How much of
1: it was that mrs kim didn't want to make it just easy for him either
0: yeah no she made it tough but also too like i think she ultimately wants to make sure that zach is giving a good life to to her so mm-hmm. right. um but yeah ultimately mrs kim agrees and yeah we're getting we're getting a, a wedding,
1: and gives her the um. The wedding ring from the grandmother, but what happened to the marriage jug? Do you remember that with with Dave, her first boyfriend? Yeah. And Mrs. Kim said I'm gonna give him the marriage jug, and I think she and then in the end she said no, I didn't give it to him. Yeah. I, I thought that would have been a great callback to have the marriage jug for the yeah show up.
0: Do you think the writers forgot about the marriage jug? Because I'm pretty sure they did.
1: I don't, if we see a wedding, I can see. It. Yeah, yeah, I think they did.
0: We need the return of the marriage jug. right. Okay. Um. Yeah. So that's pretty. And legit. I hope Mrs.
1: Kim gets writing credits on that song. She better. Yeah. I, That'd be a great way to you know go with your mother-in-law.
0: Yeah. Exactly. Give Mrs. Kim. Or that. it's just
1: the right thing to do. Hmm?
0: Well, also too, like maybe we cut to Mrs. Kim. She's not even doing the. Whatever she does right now, she she can just start uh, being a music producer. Right, right. Um, what was your favorite, least favorite performance from this episode?
1: I like Cheryl and As um, is it and, Anna? I keep the, the kids April and the moms Anna, yes. right?
0: It does I just I just like her. hmm mm-hmm.
1: And you can just tell that she's been. It's kind of like when you see Emily Richard. You can just tell that she's been acting for a while. Um, so I just enjoyed her performance. I can't think of anything specific that she did, but you can just tell that she's been doing this a while. So mm-hmm. worst Logan and Zach, cause I don't like them. And yeah, they exist.
0: <laughs> they just exist. Um, yeah, I'm trying to think if there was anyone I didn't dislike that much. Um, uh, gosh, you know what I'm just going to be wild today I'm going to say Zach I like Zach this episode
1: and yeah, two in a row where you like Zach
0: well wow. he kind of had a bit of a through line in this and I actually found his wow. plot line more interesting than what was going on with Lorelai and Rory to be honest
1: oh yeah I agree I agree totally
0: like I'm not saying it like this might just be the Pete for Zach like it, it's going to be downhill for mm-hmm. Zach after this right Right. But, you know, it is what it is. Um, yeah. Uh, worst? Uh, yeah, I'm going to say Logan. Also, I got really upset when Logan just barged in, even though they told him not to come in. Yeah.
1: Logan's got some boundary issues.
0: Yeah, he does. Um, yeah. So I don't know. That really upset me that he was doing that. Mm-hmm. But... Right. Um, all right. Uh, yeah. Did you say what your favorite these well, favorites was? Logan's
1: favorite used to was? getting his way, so.
0: Hmm? You said what your favorite of these favorite was, right?
1: Yep. Oh, mm hmm. Right. Cheryl Fan and then worse Logan Zach.
0: Yeah. Um, okay. Uh, favorite reference from this episode
1: I just thought it was interesting That uh, Zach Because Zach doesn't know a lot about a lot of things Said that uh, Paul McCartney Hasn't had a hit in 20 years And so at that point it would have been what Since, like, since it was 2006 what, 1986 Yeah, He's actually had charting songs Consistently Since the Beatles
0: mm-hmm. So
1: he had his own band Wings After the Beatles So his most recent hit song was in 2015 He had the song uh, four or five seconds with Rihanna, and I can't remember the other. It was number three on the charts. Okay. So he is. So Zach doesn't know anything.
0: (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yeah, he he really doesn't. Um. Oh, uh, the bag that Rory gets for Lorelai was like a nineteen sixties Pan Am stewardess bag. That's a bit of a reference. Yep. So.
1: What's the show where they have Pan Am? attendance like it's like an old show like it's it's current but it takes place back then do you remember what that show is was it the nah. one with um Christina applegate
0: i can't remember. remember no i'm not too sure
1: and there used to be the pan am building in new york I'm
0: Ah, no. oh, there you go okay. um okay let's see uh favorite quote there's quite
1: a few so the first yeah. one was from the top of the episode where um she finds a spider uh lorelei finds a spider shower and she says don't hurt him and then he goes i'll um i won't i'll let him out or whatever and she goes no i was talking to the spider mm. <laughs> because it was so yeah. big. <laughs> and then michelle just explaining his post because you know everybody's got like some kind of like idiosyncratic system in their life that they can't really they can explain to other people but it really doesn't make sense to other people i think everybody's got some way that they do stuff they're like this is how i do stuff and just him just like going on about like the post-its that he it's totally organized to him it just doesn't sound feasible to anybody else and then the boat so when the um lorelei's mom so emily says um that's his dead father's boat. Isn't that morbid? And Lorelai said he's not keeping his bones in it.
0: Yeah. That was a good <laughs> and one. Then
1: R- yeah, that was a good one. And then Rory saying nothing good starts with Kirk was here today.
0: <laughs> no, it really doesn't. Um, okay. Uh, there was uh, one point where Paris says to... Um, uh logan or she says well well if it isn't new haven's favorite whorehound right yeah. So, there yeah. No. Whore hound yeah so a lot um, of ages yeah
1: no whorehound is w
0: yeah so um yeah yeah that was that was my favorite quote i don't know i just thought it was funny that paris was age does... yeah well it's W, it's all one word, so it's W-H-O-R-E-H-O-U-N-D but it's all one word but
1: there's also H-O-R-E-H-O-U-N-D
0: oh I don't know if that was the one that Paris meant but
1: <laughs> no, I think she meant, yeah. yeah I don't think she meant plants or candy which is the other part <laughs>
0: yeah okay Um. behind the scenes trivia let's see if there's anything from this episode Um. Wait, that's big yawn. (laughs) Yeah. Let's see. Um. Oh. Uh, the birdcage that you see in Mrs. Kim's antique store when Zach goes to talk to her is the same one that Emily sends to Lorelei when she's cleaning up the basement. So, I think it's safe to assume. Yeah, I think it's safe to assume that Lorelai just sold it to Mrs. Kim.
1: Oh, that's great. Yeah. That's a nice callback. Uh,
0: And this is rare, but this episode featured all of the main characters in one episode.
1: Wait, where was Miss Patty in this episode? Well, she's not a main character.
0: character? Yeah, she's not a main character. So.
1: So, who's... Okay, so...
0: I think, like, the main cast would be considered Lorelai, Rory, Suki, Luke, Lane michelle paris kirk logan emily and richard they were considered the main cast
1: this is the first episode where all the main characters are present, it's not really? the first
0: but it's one of the it's oh. it's pretty rare that they all come together so. oh okay yeah okay um any mental health observations from this episode
1: Yeah, so we have classic narcissistic behavior of Emily and Richard staking out the house. They don't even say hello. They just walk around the house and look in her garage. So just that lack of boundaries and almost like Emily feels like she has a right. And then you have Richard kind of doing it too. So that's not even any better. Um, And then you have Emily throwing out that thing about, oh, the color. And then she says something snarky about the color and of the house and she just has to say something right she just has to to it's almost like she feels like she has to to knock lorelei down a peg for some reason like yeah uh, it's almost like she resents that lorelei's happy Mm -hmm. and she has to bring her down to her level because you know we've learned in other episodes that emily is not a happy person Mm -hmm. from for different variety of different reasons so it's almost like everybody has to be as miserable as she is and I, I think that character's played so well too mm-hmm. um and so you have that that just lack of boundaries uh, also the parents looking for a house without letting her know because now kirk his newest iteration is realtor
0: mm-hmm.
1: um so so he's connecting with them about looking for a house
0: mm-hmm.
1: and it sounds like they're gonna be moving into town we don't know for sure i look i saw the subreddit so i know what happens so but i'm not gonna say
0: <laughs> yeah
1: but um and this this episode just struck me as one of those episodes where where it's like the the meme of the dog in the you know everything's on fire and he's like everything's fine like it just seems like a lot of characters are just like everything's fine when things are on in flames around them is what it felt like um yeah and then Kirk deal with Kirk you know he's got this really creepy side to him like remember he was talking about like jewelry he, like, would befriend or flirt with the older women, and then when they died, he would take their jewelry. Do you remember that episode? Because he was showing yeah. Luke, or, uh, Luke, Luke all the years. And now he's saying that he's trying to get real estate sales by kind of doing the same behavior. Mm-hmm. And instead of that being ha-ha, Kirk, I was like, that's really creepy.
0: Yeah. He's kind And of- he's
1: like, oh, yeah, I'll tell Um, And we find out there's he's still with, what's-her-face? I can't remember her name.
0: Mm-hmm. Kirk's girlfriend. Lulu.
1: But he's like, oh, yeah, I'll, I'll tell her. It's just,
0: it's just it so went bizarre. Be, you know,
1: Kirk's like quirky, but that went past quirky to me.
0: Yeah, I think so, too.
1: So, but yeah, lack of boundaries and everybody acting like they're fine when they're not.
0: Mm-hmm. All right. Um, I think it's time to rate this episode. What are we thinking for our score?
1: Hmm. I'd say maybe like a six point five, a little bit better than last episode, maybe. But yeah, yeah, I agree with
0: that. I think there's just a bit more going on in this episode. Mm
1: -hmm. We have Emily and Richard. We didn't have last episode.
0: This is true. Um, Yeah, I I will give this like a five, uh, Mm -hmm. five and a half out of ten. I'll bump it Mm -hmm. up half a mark. it's uh, yeah. I did like that this episode opened with Paris and Rory eating Chinese food and swear enough men together. It didn't last that long, but still. So. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, you who know
1: doesn't interact, I would have liked to see them interact. Mm, who? Christopher and and Jesse, they don't ever interact. Do oh,
0: Jess, yeah, yeah, yeah I, so that would have been interesting, because I feel like. What
1: do you think that would have?
0: I feel like Christopher would probably try to guide Jess, but Mm, Jess would probably mm. see who he really is and be like, where do you get off? You're not really.
1: Yeah. I can see that because he's got that. He can read people. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Like he Jess knows people pretty well. And I think Christopher would see him and be like, oh, he's kind of like me, but misguided. And then Jess would be like, nah, don't need help from you.
1: And they also probably would' have gotten the word from Rory that he just wasn't and that yeah. they probably would have just thought well okay we have issues with you about, about that
0: I always feel like I want more of Paris and Emily
1: oh yeah I yeah I totally agree yeah
0: because
1: they're they're like two sides of the same coin
0: yeah exactly they're a
1: little different in some ways but either it's like if you got them together either they would get along famously or they would kill each other yeah but they haven't yet have they or just oh no she was she was meeting up with richard right about their class project but was emily ever
0: no they they haven't interacted that much and i just think like i don't know Uh, I would just like an episode where they interact with each other a bit more. Even if it was like, you know what would be funny is even if they, they had a scene where they had to go, or like an episode where they had to go shopping together. Like, maybe for some reason, like, M- Rory wants to go get some new clothes and it gets Emily and Paris together in the same room.
1: Yeah, what do you think the outcome would be?
0: I think they would actually really like each other. But it would also be like a nuclear reactor where you're like this is dangerous this shouldn't be happening
1: i can see them like taking bites at each other and like and like but almost like in a like fencing you know what i mean like they would bite at each other but they would try to outdo the other one but but kind of in fun because they would both know what the other one's doing
0: yeah exactly okay um yeah but. That... Maybe we in the new revival, the second revival, we can just have an episode where Paris and Emily just go shopping for a day. I think that would be a great episode. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: Oh, I saw this this uh, tweet. It's it's from a little while ago, but it's how Gilmore Girls characters would respond to the pandemic. And oh. Lorelei would make her a mask from old concert t-shirts, has rewatched every movie made before 1950, uses COVID as an excuse to get out of Friday night dinners, but then has to zoom into them.
0: I could see that. I could I could see that.
1: Paris in total lockdown, constantly administering painful COVID tests to Doyle, shoving the swabs up his nose. Doyle, I think you just hit my brain. Paris. Don't flatter yourself, your brain's not that big. This guy is great. He knows these characters. Yeah, Mike you could Descenzo, tell. Writer, yeah. producer, showrunner, formerly tonight show late night, with Jimmy Fallon Onion.
0: Okay. So he knows how to write.
1: Yeah, and his Twitter handle is M-I-K-E-D-I-C-E-N-Z-O. Mm-hmm. He's got a whole thread. Kirk wears a full hazmat suit, goes door to door selling homemade vaccine. I
0: somehow, yeah. Also, I kind of hate to say this, but I feel like Kirk would be the the kind of people that would like hear Trump being like, "Oh, just drink, like Lysol or whatever it was that Trump was suggesting people drink or ingest or whatever," and he would probably just try it. Kirk just seems like.
1: that he's got this side to him that he's smart so you know, like I think back to the house where he had been saving up his money and outbid Luke on the house but I think he would probably try to cash in on that somehow because remember he was yeah. like just selling t-shirts with like quotes of what people did and mm-hmm. he had like Betty and <laughs> hmm. so he'd probably find a way to make some
0: yeah um but yeah I, I, yeah. And then I feel like Jess would probably just be like 50 books. He would just be reading a ton of books. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Cool. Well, Steph is over at com, And sorry, what's the name of your new book again?
1: Healing from Toxic Relationships. So how to toxic
0: relationships. Rebuild. Yep. Would you say after Trump, we're all healing after our toxic relationship?
1: And, and the pandemic? yeah and you know people having to work from home where they before may have had a break Mm -hmm. by going to work or they're having to go to work in person now yeah and dealing with some toxic people there and you had a break when you were at home
0: Mm Mm-hmm. there you go uh i'm over at drinkernerds.com almost every other day we have new podcasts going up and with that said we'll see you all next time bye for now